Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond. I'm your host, Yutunde, and with me is my co-host, Emmanuel. Hey, Yutunde, you ready to continue our transfer series and talk about transfer tools today? Absolutely. So what are we talking about today? So today we're going to tell our students about three important resources that are really kind of, we feel like, on the top of our list. But please know, listeners, there is an abundance of resources. But we kind of wanted to focus on three today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the three that we're going to share with you today are designed to work together. So it's not as if you got to pick one. The idea is that if you utilize all three timely, you'll have the tools you need to plan a good and effective transfer. Absolutely. And you know what? I love what you said about plan, right? Because transfer is just about planning. There's a lot of steps. Focus on the planning, though, and you're going to be successful. So something that we definitely and then using these tools, right? right. So, Yutende, what would you say would be your top tool for students? OK, so I would say the more the, the default tool that I always say start, you can start with is utilizing the transfer center at your community college. Okay, so what this means is the either online presence or physical presence at your community college that is the transfer center. Every community college in California has one of these. And what it is is a place where you can go to talk to university reps. There's usually an assigned counselor that works specifically in that area. Um, there's usually workshops offered for transfer. There are application workshops, scholarship workshops, um, you know, just informational campus specific workshops. And there's just a wealth of resource available, usually uh, usually in person or and or online for students. My favorite tool to take advantage of that I always recommend to students, no matter what their major is or what their goal is, is to take advantage of the university reps, right? So these are the people who represent the local universities within your area. Typically, these are the same schools that your community college can you know, what we say feeds to, which means like where most of the students from your community college transfer to, right? And these reps are there to guide you as you apply to their schools, right? So let's say, for example, you live in San Francisco um, and you are going to the community college in San Francisco. So your feeder schools for the, that community college would be San Francisco State University and um, UC Davis or UC... Berkeley, right? So usually, so that school, that community college would have reps from those two schools that would come, be there for students, answer questions, answer applications, things about the major, and whatever else you might be wondering, maybe in conjunction with what your community college counselor has already offered you. So I think that's a great tool to really take advantage of. Yes, and I love all the transfer center resources that many of the community colleges have. Just a great starting point, especially if you know that that's going to be the goal. And the university reps, because sometimes they know information that we don't know, right? So they're at the institution. I remember when I was at the CSUs, right, we knew that there were some changes coming down the pipe. So we would be able to relay that to students because we know that 
hey, this program, it might be changing one or two requirements and staying ahead of that game might help you, right? So those university representatives are just amazing people, I feel like, and uh, resource that sometimes is underutilized. I Absolutely. feel like because community, yeah. right? Because yeah. they come talk to the counselors at the community college, which are great. But I think it's, again, it's, it's a team, right? And why not have more people support you in this process? Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've shared with students. Oh, here the here's a, you're interested in going to, you know, a school. <laughs> um, here's the rep for that. Here's a rep. She's here on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And they're like, I didn't even know we had that. So most students never even take advantage of it. So don't be one of those students if you're hearing this. What would you say is our second uh, second tool? Or I would say we'll go straight into assist. This is a really good basic planning tool that I feel like that you could use at any time, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to be www.assist.org. So that's www.assist.org. And we'll put that also in, in a link below. But assist.org is great because it's going to basically guide you and help you to understand what prereqs you need for your major, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so basically when you get there, it's going to ask you kind of, um, typically it's going to start off with like, what year are you planning to transfer or like the articulation for that year? Not necessarily the year you plan to transfer, but just like typically it's that year. So if we're in the school, if we're in the school year of 20, uh, 21, 22, it might have on there 21, 22, or it might have the year before because things are still being updated for the following year. Next, it's going to ask you, um, what California community college are you from? Because this is going to be a California community college tool. So what California community college are you attending? And then it's going to ask you, it's going to be basically those drop-down menus that you can choose from, and then what CSU or UC, so again, like a Cal State uh, LA or a UC Berkeley or UCLA. So, you know, once you answer those questions, it's going to go ahead and take you to the next page where you can go ahead and put the major in. And so just make sure on the top you'll see us to have a little major button. Make sure it's saying the major. And once you click on that major, you'll be able to see the requirements. It doesn't tell you what the prerequisites are for those classes that are listed on there. So let me give you an example. So once you pull it up and let's say you're doing uh, a computer science major and it has a calculus requirement for that major, that's a prereq for the major. But you may need a pre-calculus to get into that mm-hmm. calculus course, mm-hmm. right? So it won't, might, it might not tell you those prerequisites um, before those major prerequisites. So that's something to consider because sometimes students will open up a system and be like, oh, cool, I only got like four classes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, no, we don't know those uh, prerequisites before. And then plus, you know, you want to go ahead and add in your general education mm-hmm. and, you know, listen to our episode on general education too because, mm-hmm. you know, you can get some other units on there as well. Mm-hmm. And how about for you, Yutani, what would be some other pieces of assist that you feel like are so helpful? Yeah, um, I think those are all great points. One of the things that's also really useful on assist is um, if you're the type of student that has maybe gone to community college uh, and maybe you went to more than one community college and then you took a break and then you came back, assist is a really great historical tool as well. So as as Emmanuel mentioned, it, it goes by academic year. So let's say you took a class in 2005 and it was English 101. But in, since you, ta- you took it and now you're coming back to college, your community college has renamed the class into English 1, just an example. 
Well, however that class was used back when you took it is the same way it would be used today. So it's a really great way to see, you know, how the classes you took were utilized. Where this is important is meeting GE requirements, right? It'll show you how those classes were used, what part of the GE they were used in, and you know what when they started being used in that way so it's a really great historical tool it's also a really great comparison tool so let's say for example i'm a computer science major and i'm considering two really competitive schools and then maybe one school that's sort of like midway in between i can pull up each of those schools look at the classes required for each of those schools and then consider okay which school would be best for me so how does this look in real life? In real life, let's say you've been at the community college for three or four years and you're like, I, I just wanna transfer. Well, if I see that this really competitive school really, really wants all my math classes done before I can even apply, maybe that school is not the best fit for me. Maybe the better fit for me is that midway school that will admit me without all those classes being already complete, right? Now that doesn't mean that you should necessarily choose a less competitive school, it's a great way just to compare your options. And you wanna make that decision with the guidance of a counselor. However, it's just a great way to just see what the options are, what's the best fit for you, and maybe what adjustments you might need to make in your planning process. Yeah, I absolutely agree because, you know, we have life, right? And every, all of our lives are different. So sometimes we just gotta do what makes sense for Mm -hmm. us. Right. And I feel like sometimes we could it doesn't sometimes matter necessarily what school we go to. But how do we where do we pick up that work experience? Right. Mm -hmm. How do we get to supplement our education? Mm -hmm. So um, I always tell my students, let's focus on those pieces and what makes sense. Because at the end of the day, when you're applying for a job and they they want the bachelor's degree, you know, the CSUs, the UCs, the private schools are going to be able typically to give you that bachelor's degree. So something just to kind of really keep in mind. And that's going to I would say flow right into our the university website as a resource right because many times on assist you'll see like university website transfer requirements where they'll have a link that you'll be able to connect from assist to the university trans or transfer requirements for that major right and and why is that important that that's so important because then you could understand like okay they might have on there the following year, we're going to require this GPA mm-hmm. or the following year, we're going to require this extra class. So you could start preparing maybe with the with the help of assist as well as that university website, as well as a counselor, transfer center resources. You start to put this whole puzzle together. And that's what I love about these tools is because having those tools right on hand, um, maybe maybe your night out. You want to, at 12 midnight, you want to get up and you're like, oh, man, I want to see these requirements. Like you have a system that you can access. You have the university website that you could access. And then you could explore usually your transfer center website and start piecing these pieces together. So when you speak to a counselor, you could ask those questions like, hey, I noticed this was different at this school. This was different at this school. What do you think? And um, how do I make sure that I do I set up a transfer plan that makes sense for me? Yeah, that is a really, really great point. Now, what would you say is the one takeaway for students? 
Uh, I would say start early. My one takeaway would be start early for transfer. Mm -hmm. Like I know many students say, oh, but I'm going to transfer, you know, two years from now or three years from now. You know, many times you're applying one year ahead of time. So students that are starting in, let's say, for example, fall of 22 have to apply by November 30th of 2021. So if you're starting early on the transfer process and starting looking at these tools as well, and if you're thinking about going to multiple schools and you start early, you could start mapping your plan to hit multiple requirements for multiple schools mm -hmm. without taking so many more units. Mm -hmm. So, right. And if you don't know your major, definitely listen to our um, undis un undeclared major uh, episode um, to give you some tools and, and guidance as well. But I think starting early would be is, is really key and critical for our students just to be uh, set themselves up to be the most successful. Mm -hmm. Yutende, would be yours. Um, well, you know what? I just want to make one one point that oh, you're yes. making. So mm -hmm. if you're listening, if you've been listening to all our episodes, you'll realize that starting early is a common theme. <laughs> <laughs> you can never start too early. Okay, so my one takeaway would be if you're planning to transfer utilize these tools at least three times in your planning process. So what that means is when you first get to that community college, talk to a counselor, talk to a university rep, utilize the transfer center, check the check check on the colleges that you're interested in transferring to, narrow those colleges down. Halfway through, maybe in the summertime, do another run through of all three of those. What's changed, what's new? The semester that you apply to transfer, do another final check-in. Check in with your community college counselor. Check in with the transfer center. Check the meet with the university rep. Have your transcripts with you. Check the university's website. And if you do that consistently, you should have a really smooth transfer experience. Absolutely, it's in day. And sometimes even class classes are offered on how to transfer. So, you know, if you could pick up a unit on on transfer on transferring and how to transfer i feel like that's a great class right. to pick up right exactly. why not yeah. pick, <laughs> exactly. use all of these things to your advantage exactly. all right listeners so please remember that all this information on this podcast is for informational purposes only always please check in with a counselor at your institution to see their policies procedures and requirements and we hope you enjoyed uh, this episode and Hopefully that you start planning early and using these tools. Yutsunde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at cc underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at ccandsensibility at gmail.com. That's c-c-a-n-d-s-e-n-s-i-b-i-l-i-t-y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.